Uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and friends beyond the binary. And my patron peeps, uh, hey patrons, uh, this is an all intro episode for the holiday season. Thanks for the support. Couldn't do it without you. And uh, let's get on with the show. Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble with getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake. Uh, whether it's thoughts, uh, feelings, uh, physical sensations... Uh, you know, like stuff that's coming up, it's bubbling up or it's it's jumping up. Whatever's keeping you from falling asleep, it could, you know, it could be travel, whatever it is. I'm gonna try to take your mind off of that. I'm gonna. This safe place is here for you to relax in, to settle down in, to bring to your bed, or to maybe like create like a canopy around your bed where I say, hey. Uh, I'm going to try to calm down whatever's keep, keeping you awake. Um, I'm going to be here to keep you company because I know it's not easy when you can't fall asleep and I'd like to help. And the way I'm going to do it is I'm going to send my voice across a deep, dark night. I'm going to use a lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, pointless meanders, uh, rusty, well, well, pointless meanders, rusty, rusty tangents. Uh, rust in color, rust-colored tangents, actually. Uh, extra words, like uh, stuff like that. Whatever I just was, whatever that's called. Word. I think I've called it word mix-up before. I guess it's like kind of like a word spurts. Like they used to call something wind sprints. I have word spurts, or it could be a word spray. Right, another part of my brain offered, offered or proffered. Uh, but whatever it is, if you're new, here's the, here's the thing. This podcast is a little bit different, so give it a few tries. Uh, if you try to make sense of it, it might, like, this is one where you kind of just passively observe it. It's a bit like people watching. And it, really, that is, like, what this podcast is alike. Or maybe people observing. Observing people? I don't know. But I'll, I'll try to explain it. But if you're new, just kind of kick back and listen. Here's the structure of the show. The show starts off with a few minutes of business. That's how we keep the show free. You can find all the sponsors at sleepwithmepodcast.com. Click on the Sponsors tab. Uh, and thanks, everybody, that does that. Uh, and uh, so that's the beginning of the show. Then there's an intro, which we're about two or three minutes into. The intros are around 12 minutes of me attempting to explain the show and develop some rapport with you. Whether you're Actually, whether you're new or a regular listener... Uh, I want to make sure I maintain your trust uh, because uh, I think it's part of a necessary part. And, and if you're new, you're like you're skeptic. Maybe you're skeptical. You say, "What in the heck is this thing? What is? He, what are you trying to pull? What, what, why are you doing this?" Uh, and I already forgot what I was going to talk about. So I'll, maybe I'll talk about that stuff. What was I talking about? Like a uh, oh, word word dribble or something. So the intro is kind of a show within a show. Uh, some people use it while they're getting ready for bed, and uh, some people use it, uh, like, uh, you, you know, while they're doing their bedtime ritual. Some people listen to it in traffic or during the day for a little break. 
Uh, some people fall asleep during it, and some people skip it. Uh, but it's it's uh, it's usually around twelve minutes of me attempting and not successfully explaining what the podcast is. And so that that's one thing. Um, we think what else here? Uh, I already forgot. Oh, the structure of show. That's what I was talking about. So, th- and then tonight we'll be doing our uh, ongoing episodically modular series with a serial element, uh, Nuns in Space, The Stand Chronicles, which you can listen to the episodes in any order, uh, ideally because you'll be falling asleep. But it features the adventures of a freestyle soda machine. Um, you know, that's that's kind of gripping. You'd say, like, if you've been to a, sh- a sh- like a place where there's freestyle soda, it's like a soda machine where you can mix your own soda flavors. You'd say, I wonder what kind of adventures this soda machine would have. Uh, and you'd say, well, making, distributing ice, making soda, observing the people getting soda, uh, getting cleaned. Uh, those, kind, those are the kind of adventures. Uh, so so that'll be the, the story tonight. It'll be slightly more interesting than that. And then there'll be uh, some thank yous at the end. There's some business in between the intro and the story. Yeah, so that's a structure show. You don't really need to listen. As I said, you can kind of listen in an observational, uh, detached mode, if that's what works for you. Or you can really listen close, because I make this show not just to put you to sleep, but to be here while you fall asleep, and to be here if you can't sleep. So I'm here all the way to the end. And I think that's part of what works about the show. You can listen, but you don't have to. And then maybe that's what helps for those of you that are overthinking. Like that's what I, one of the many th- hobbies I have, uh, it, it, you know, it, it say, oh, okay, I can fall asleep because the podcast is still going to be going on. I don't, I don't quite understand how that works, but I'm pretty sure that's part of what works about this show. You say, oh, he's, Scooch is working to put me to sleep and, and help me fall asleep so I can fall asleep. But if I can't, I'll be here till the end. I guess that's what it is because I know there's some of you, they can't fall asleep, and, and, and I I feel for you, really, truly, I do. And for those of you that are drifting off, I, I feel for you, too. I want you comforted and, and nestled in bed, too. Uh, so you don't need to listen, and there's no pressure to fall asleep. I'm going to be your companion here. You're, uh, you're walking at your side across the deep, dark night. Uh, and yeah, I guess like if you're new, like, uh, how do I use this show? Like I was talking about people watching, I mean, there's a couple of kinds of people watching. There's people watching with, you know, where you're commenting on people. So that one, I guess we'll, we'll we could come back to like, uh, cause usually you try to, I, I mean, I guess when I'm people watching like that, I guess it's more people watching, but then there's people watching or observing where you're kind of, uh, Maybe you're eating or maybe you're just chilling and you're watching the stream of people and maybe you have like a slowly out of focus view and it's moving and something maybe will catch your eye. Maybe it's a, a, a chain on a purse over someone's shoulder or the clap of their shoe or the way they walk uh, or the pace at which they move and you watch that for a while. And then you switch back and you're at a more fuzzy distance and you're kind of just, uh, 
you're watching, but you're not really looking. I think you know what I mean. And then maybe something will catch your eye again. Maybe somebody looks familiar or a couple look really in love or, uh, you know, they're having a discussion that catches your eye or a kid is holding one. of. I haven't seen a kid holding a pinwheel in a while, but I can imagine it. Uh, and you're walking, watching the child walking with the pinwheel and the motion of their walking is uh, causing the pinwheel to move. Uh, so it, you could be watching that, uh, and again, you're you're going in and out of focus. Uh, but normally, there's nothing super engaging. Especially maybe you have like a, maybe you're al fresco, or maybe you're al window, or my favorite place is al balcony. Uh, I guess it is al fresco, but like looking from a balcony, people watching. Because then you feel a little bit distance, you know, you're looking down at the street. Uh, I also like to do a lot of waving. And I guess that is another part of the podcast. And this is really the truth. If you want to really get to know me, uh, if I could have a hobby, be somewhere with a really nice temperature, even at night. So a summer evening, like 80 degree, where I would, would either have no shirt. I mean, this is a t- TMI. Or, you know, where it could be in shirt, shirt, one shirt and shorts. Uh, so that kind of temperature, but not hot, uh, but warm, well warm. And I'm there on a balcony in a busy area, either an urban area or a street that's one step down from bustling. Like, uh, you know, some sort of main street or main strip. And I'm up there on the balcony my arms are resting on the balcony. I'm chilled or I'm kicked back. Uh, but usually if you're kicked back in a chair, you need a chair higher up. Uh, you know what I mean? Like I have a beautiful sight line. And I'm just watching. And every once in a while someone notices I'm watching and I offer or I proffer a wave. Maybe sometimes I doff an invisible cap to them. And I try to smile. And I find that as an introvert, this makes me feel, this is a, this is like a, it really does fill me up and energize me. And I find that people love a smile and a wave. Uh, and especially when you're doing a detached, you know, you're watching everything detached and you just catch someone and say, hey, uh, great walk in there. Or, hey, I'm just a random person giving you a nice wave and a smile. And that, I guess, would be my perfect evening. Or part, I guess it'd be part of it. Also, getting going, getting soft serve ice cream at some point, uh, and you know other stuff happening. But that would be a part of it, uh, and I just find that very relaxing and filling. And they say, "Well, no, no, I'm just waving. I don't need to talk." And then you know, I'm introvert. I just that's why I'm up here on this balcony. But I think that's what I try to do with this podcast, and maybe how a lot of people consume it. You're up there on that balcony in your bed. I'm over there on the other side of the room just talking uh, to help uh, for your pleasure or your neutrality, your distraction, to kind of engage you, uh, but just at a distance in, in a way, it just like sand between your fingers. It can run right through it. But, yeah, I'm quick to offer a wave and a smile when you need it and pat you at a distance, you know, and say, hey, it's not easy not being able to sleep. Uh, 
Old Scoots will be here with a goofy story, goofy smile, uh, to take your mind off of it. And you can kind of listen to me. I mean, maybe there's a metal level. I never thought about this. Uh, but maybe there is a, a universe that exists where someone else is in one balcony across the street, uh, uh, one story above me. And maybe they're at another angle and they're observing me, you know, doing the, and they, that's relaxing for them. And like every time I give, you know, they're just up there kicking it even more chill, like a super chill, but maybe they're, they're probably in a hot tub and they're sitting there in the hot tub watching scoots, watch and wave at people. And, uh, it, it is a, like some sort of strange energy cycle where, I guess the people walking, you know, the, the ones who are getting waved at are hopefully getting some energy restored to them. Uh, so some sort of energy exchange. I don't know if you could monetize that or Muskie or anybody else uh, is going to try to do that commercially, but let's not do that. Uh, uh, let's just, and let's leave that third observer, you know, they're, they're out there on their own, uh, just enjoying it. They don't want to be brought in by me, so I'll leave them out there. Chilling, resting in your bed. And if none of that makes any sense, it probably, you know, makes sense to me. That's why I make this show. But I would say, you know, while you were watching me chill on that balcony, it, did it take your mind off of stuff? Uh, did it make you feel like, like you were in a decent, reasonably safe place uh, where you could relax, where you could let your shoulders down, where you could sink deeper in bed? Because uh, that's why I'm here. I've been there, and I really, really want to help. Uh, I work very hard on this show, and I yearn and I strive to help you fall asleep. And I really appreciate you coming by. If you never tried the show, give it a few tries. But I appreciate you investing your time. And if you're a regular listener week after week and, you know, more than your time, your energy, and your work, uh, thank you so much. Uh, and let's hear a couple of ways we keep the show going. Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake. Uh, like, uh, do, 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 whatever, whatever, try to create a safe place where you said whatever is keeping you awake. Oh, whether it's uh, thoughts, uh, feelings, uh, forgetful podcast hosts, uh, visit physical sensations, uh, emotions, uh, cre- you know, bubbling up, creeping up, uh, that you're experiencing, you know, whether you're out of town on the road, you're anticipating travel or you're, you just returned from travel. You got to work tomorrow. Whatever it is, I'm here to help. I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, pointless meanders, rusty tangents, extra, you know, words like that. Uh, False starts in the middle, right in the middle. You see, you can't have a false start in the middle of the sentence, can you? And I would say, well, you would say, could, could I? Maybe I can. Uh, but there's going to be, like, a, here, here's the thing. If you're new, I'm here to help. Uh, I'm here to help put you to sleep. But mostly I'm here to be here 
while you fall asleep, to keep you company if you can't sleep, uh, to, to, to be here to try to help and uh, to take your mind off whatever's keeping you awake. And the structure of the show, if you're new, starts out with a few minutes of business. That's how we keep the show going. You can find all that stuff on our website, sleepwithmepodcast.com slash sponsors. Uh, and then there's an intro. The intro's around 12 minutes or so long. It's a show within a show. Some people skip it. Most people you put it on while they're getting ready for bed or while they're getting into bed and getting settled. Uh, but if you're new, you know, test it out, see see how it works. Podcast is a little bit different. After the intro, we're going to talk about The Good Place, the TV show. And we'll be talking about episodes 11 and 12. It'll be mostly uh, things of like, uh, what color is Michael's tie? What pattern is it? You know, what did that sign say? Yeah, what does it mean? You know, what does it mean uh, to have... Uh, uh, sandpaper, you know, sandpaper sand or something. I don't, I don't know. You know, what kind of, this didn't come up, but this would be, it'd say, what kind of sand do they use in sandpaper? Is it the same kind of sand that gets in my pants uh, and then in my bed? Like if you go somewhere and you say there's sand in my bed, is this, and I never thought about that to say, it feels like sandpaper. When, did anybody has ever anyone ever started a like a, a sandpaper business based on reclaimed sand? I mean, I know sand is constantly being reclaimed, but no one ever brags about it yeah, because it's usually reclaimed from someplace. They say, "Oh, this is a fine sandy beach was reclaimed from the bottom of a bog." Yeah, bottom of a bog has a nice ring to it. Okay, so the intros are where I go off topic. I'll be trying to explain something like uh, how we talk about the good place. Then I'll go off topic. Then I'll try to come back. Uh, oh, so the structure of the show. Sorry. Like, uh, so, yeah, intro, talk about the good place. I'll have some thank yous. There's some business between the intro and the uh, good place talk. Yeah, but really, this should be a good place to sleep. Now, it doesn't work for everybody. Give it a few tries. But here's the thing. You don't really need to listen to me. I'll probably be talking about sand and bogs and reclaiming sand in a minute and trying to make that in a metaphor for the podcast. Uh, so that's what I'm going to do. Like, uh, that's during the intro. Uh, yeah, you don't need to listen to me. That's what I think I was saying. You can kind of listen. Hopefully, I'll be just engaging enough uh, to take your mind off of stuff. And you say, well, yeah, you're right, Scoots. Uh, you know, people are getting stuff like reclaimed from barns. There's reclaimed wood. Like they say, well, this wood was at the bottom of a river. And we reclaimed it. First off, no offense, but I'd say that's malarkey because I'm just, I mean, I'm just having fun. I'd say, listen, wood baron, that's a bunch of malarkey. Uh, take me to the spot where, where there was all this wood at the bottom of the river. And how, how'd you find it? Uh, and they say sonar. Uh, I say, oh, okay, touche. Uh, they say it's a well-known thing. That I say, okay, okay, me, never mind. I won't use you as an example anymore. I'll go to the sand reclaimers next. Uh, so you don't need to listen to me. Hopefully I'll give you just, a, you know, but you've heard of those things. Like they say, well, this was reclaimed from an old barn. They say, well, I'm not sure how I feel about that. They say reclaimed from the bottom of a bog. You'd say, well, I'm not too sure about that. Uh, 
Reclaimed from a river? Fine by me. You, you know, we're, we're interesting folks, us human beings. And let me just get, you know, let me just follow my thoughts for a minute. You say, well, reclaimed at a barn. Well, I like looking at barns, but I guess if it's a, if it's going to fall over, or it already did. Uh, you know, maybe, but I like looking at falling over barns, too, when I'm driving by. But, you know, maybe there's a, I, I don't know, so I'll stay out of that. I'm, I'm just saying that's what my thoughts would be. If, if I was going to pay, I don't have money to buy anything reclaimed, except for when it's in the scratch and dent bin. But uh, yeah, that's how my reaction. I'm just giving uh, an example. And if you said, rec- oh, this sand was reclaimed out of the bottom of a bog, and you know, believe me, I'm a bog lover, but don't you? There won't be. You wouldn't get anybody other than by you know somebody with expertise that loves bogs more than me. Also, hold on while I Google what a bog is. If it's not the same thing I'm imagining, uh, but you know, I would still be like, uh, they say, before you lie down in this fine sand we have it here at our uh, uh, private beaches, maybe you get the right staff member. You say, hey. Uh, you're just wondering, is this natural sand? No, oh no, it's reclaimed sand. It uh, because this isn't a natural, you know, this isn't a natural beach. It's a reclaimed sand beach. You say, oh really? Where did reclaim? Where'd you reclaim it from? Oh, the bottom of, uh, uh, you know, old Bunker Hill bog or something. You say, wait a second, dude, that's not true. You can't have a bog, and I don't know anything about bogs, but I know you can't have it on a hill. You say, well, it's just a terminology. Okay, but anyway, this sand came from the bottom of a bog. Did you clean it first? That's what I'd ask right away. Even though, no offense, bogs, that's just a gut reaction. I know you're probably, you know, you're, you're the circle of life. Who am I to say, are you clean or not? I mean, obviously, this pristine, 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 pristine white beach in my mind. But that really is a lot of times. I, I mean, the only place I know really is like... Uh, I think I was taking a ferry at Disneyland once, and they said, yeah, we got all this white sand from the bottom of this bog. And then they came and they said, sir, you're no longer commander of this vessel. Uh, you're out of work. Uh, we don't use terms like bog here. You know, we call it a lagoon. And uh, I said, come here, come here, I'll hold you Well. uh uh, one day I'll use you as an example on my podcast of why people don't need to listen to me. They said, come on, get Captain Captain Joan, you know, let me pat you here. Come on. It's okay. I think it's a bog, too. Uh, but this is really bogging down the intro, if you don't mind me punning around. But did you ever notice that? You say, well, yeah, I don't know if I want. And then they say, okay, well, what about this beautifully polished table here? Reclaimed. Uh, from you'd have to use some sort of uh, adjective first about the type of river it was. Uh, it I don't think pristine, mighty. I think mighty is that an adjective or an adverb? But uh, you'd say the, mi- the mighty, you know, gooseneck river. Oh boy, really? This 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 table was reclaimed from reclaimed wood from the bottom of the gooseneck river. Oof! Wow. How much does it cost again? Oh goodness! Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I go. I go to I, IKEA. They reclaim it from like sawdust or something, and uh, contact paper uh, reclaimed from you know their finest you know composite materials. But that would be the most marketable. 
I don't know what any of this, you know, I make this podcast. Sometimes I go on tangents up and say, I don't even know what I'm talking about anymore. But uh, you don't need to listen to me. And there shouldn't be, you know, under no pressure to fall asleep. I'll be here, uh, you know, just uh, bogged down in my own mind, uh, trying to reclaim my thoughts. That's actually what this podcast is. It does have reclaimed thoughts uh, from a pristine, mighty river, by the way, not from bog. Except I think I'm like, uh, when I did one of those Malin things, they say, okay, take a pluck of your hair. They came back, I was 85% bog. Say, really, huh? 85% bog, 14% peat moss. And I said, I said, what the heck? Like, uh, and then, uh, it was one of those, I guess it was one of those comedy ones where you mail it in and then they, you know, send you something back hilarious. If that doesn't exist, by the way, I just patented that idea. You know, the comedy, the comedy ancestry kit, uh, except it wasn't funny to me. I said, really, I'm 88% bog. Peat moss. I don't even know. Like I said, I couldn't even tell you a peat moss from a regular moss. And I said, isn't peat moss in a bog? I think I accidentally read that in a headline recently. Okay, let me get back to the new listener. So so you don't need to listen to me. No pressure to fall asleep. Though. I'll be here for about an hour to keep you company, uh, to be your friend in the deep, dark night. And if you can't fall asleep, I'll be here to the very end. I think I may have just said that, but... uh. Like, because like, I know there's some of you, I don't know, I know what it's like to lie there tossing and turning, but really just settle in. Like, maybe like, a, like, what if, how about this? We reclaim, what if this, here's a business idea. We reclaim peat moss in bogs and we come up with a new system where you're floating. I, I, don't, I don't exactly, can't picture peat moss exactly, but the finest uh, purified peat moss, uh, so steeped in alliteration, and you can float on there in a bog, uh, you know, pristine bog, uh, pristine from all, you know, living stuff that would get on your nerves, uh, and you can just float there. And Scoots will tell you a tale infused with, you know, organic scents, good, the good kind, uh, come in like little oils, uh, and, you know, calming music, uh, massages, wait, you know, massaging waves, all that in, uh, in my peat bag. And that's kind of what the podcast attempts to do, but I'll be here talking to you to keep you company. And ideally you'll drift off on that, like uh, your little patch of peat moss uh, floating around, getting comfortable. And so that's what I'm here for. It doesn't work for everybody, clearly, because uh, I don't even know, like I had a I mean, it it did it was a surprise. I said I thought I was like sugar and spice uh, and everything nice. And they said what? No. And I said and you know puppy dog tails. Uh, I realized that. Uh, and then I said who? Then I said I'm already at the end of the intro. But who came up with that anyway? Who was this, like uh, who in the 1940s was against you know they said uh, puppy tails? You know leave the puppy tails alone. And yeah, I'm aspirational. I say one day I hope to be made up of sugar and spice. Well, I probably not because they say then somebody's going to try to make a freaking cookie out of me. At least if I'm made up of a bog, a bog and a peat moss. It, it, when you're made up of a bo- bogs and peat moss, you have trouble saying stuff sometimes. Uh, they say at least people will leave me alone. 
you know, they, and they say, well, that makes sense. You know, that's why I'm a, a kind of independent being. They said, it all came together when I looked at those results. I can't tell you the other uh, percentages because I'm not good at math, one. And two, most of the other ones are things that uh, witches put in their cauldrons in cartoons. Like, I have newt, 0.5% I have newt. And they said, who... Oh, man. And I said, wait a second. I have newt. I've always wanted it. I said, doesn't it give me some special powers, though? If it only had 1%, that's when you get the special powers. Same thing with dragon scales. 0.075%. It doesn't take hold until you're at 0.25. So even in strange ingredients you could be made of, uh, I'm like... uh, and the, I'm on the downside, but whatever. But you say, well, likely careers, putting people to sleep, number one. And they say other people sharing these results. Uh, and there was like, it was very low. So whatever. I mean, you know, I'm making the most of what I have. Uh, and I don't know. I thought I was trying to make a, a small metaphor about the podcast there. But yeah, I'm here to help. I'm here to help with the ingredients I have to work with. And I hope it helps you put to sleep, but it doesn't work for everybody. You listen to somebody ramble on about bogs and reclaiming sand. When is the ant, you know, when are they going to say, put, put the, like, uh, one day, maybe I'll do, I say, put the freaking sand back. Uh, and then I'll be the most, I say, Scoots, what happened to all our beaches? Oh, hey, well, here's the thing. I declaimed to them one night when I did, uh, I did get extra dragon scale and new power. I flew across the world. It gathered up all the sand, kind of without planning it out first. So I may have taken sand. I may have declaimed sand and accidentally reclaimed it, kind of unclaimed it uh, somewhere else. Yeah, basically, I took all the beaches and threw them in bogs. And then the bog report would be, you know, we're live from bogs around the world, which have been filled with sand, overfilled. Uh, we're here with the representative of the frogs. Uh, they'd say, "Well, we blame the newts and the dragons because uh, we all we know what the new, it was the newts were behind this." They say, "Not again." I, I just go back to sticking to making a sleep podcast, which is what I do best. I'm a bit goofy, but I'm here to help. Uh, so give it a few tries. I really work hard, believe it or not. I strive and I yearn to help you fall asleep. Thank you so much for coming by. And let's listen to a couple of ways we keep the show going. Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's thoughts, Feelings, uh, physical sensations, uh, time, temperature, uh, travel. You're out of town, somebody else is out of town. You work a second or a third shift. Uh, whatever it is, I'm here to help. Uh, I'm going to try to c- create a safe place. And ideally, you feel treated with respect, uh, with dignity. You feel welcomed. That's one of the main things is like uh, that I feel makes this safe place. Is I'm glad you're here. And I really want to help. Uh, now, the podcast, if you're new, give it a few tries and see if it helps. Uh, I'll explain more in a minute. Uh, but what I'm going to do is uh, invite you in. 
uh, come on in. This is a safe place I'm trying to make for you. Uh, I'm gonna how I'm gonna do it is I'm gonna send my voice across the deep dark night. I'm gonna use lulling, soothing, creaky dulcet tones, pointless meanders, tangents that have been rustified, uh, sleepy sleepy dust that uh, that's on the wind, like dust in the wind. Uh, tangents. I'm gonna go off topic. I'm gonna follow thoughts that were once secure. You know. Like a bendy straw. My mind is like a bendy straw and my thoughts. And not just one of those uh, uh, those bendy straws. Huh, interesting. We'll come back to that. We'll talk straws in a little while. And, you know, just like just like all everyone's saying now. I don't know if they're saying BYOS. Uh, uh, but, you know, one day you say you like him, BYOS, most of the time. But, you know, don't, you don't have to. Uh but I haven't seen that. I, like, I've heard the term, but I haven't seen any shirts BYOS because uh, I guess there's so many S words. And you might say, well, we're ha- we- no, 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 we don't want you to bring that S, especially to this meeting of uh, the community kindness meeting. No, 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 no. Uh, we meant straws, uh, you know, for our floats. Okay, anyway, let's get back. So if you're new, that's what I'm going to do. Semi- okay, semi voice across the deep dark night, lulling, soothing tones, pointless meanders. And really, I'm here to keep you company, uh, to tell you a story while you fall asleep. Uh, now, if you're new, structurally, what to expect. Uh, the show starts off with a, a few minutes of business. That's how we keep the show going. And you can find all of that at our website, sleepwithmepodcast.com. And uh, then we have an intro, which we're like three minutes into. Intros are around 12 minutes, kind of like a monologue. Heavy on the log with a heavy log to make you saw on logs. If there was, if there was a punchline, I mean, uh, whatever. I don't think that. I think that was a triple tagline. Yeah, but the intro kind of is a, to 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 reinforce the safe place, to make you feel welcome, to help you get ready for bed, or to help you ease you into bed, or to make your you know say, hey, brushing your teeth is so boring. Now when Scoots is here. I don't think about how boring it is because he's boring me. And I'd say, exactly, you get it, totally. If you're brushing your teeth right now, it might be a little bit hard to hear me. But if you can hear me, look at yourself in the mirror and smile and say, good job, human. You're darn, you know, you're doing the darn best you can. And also great form, by the way, on that teeth brushing. Uh, get, you know, by that top right spot back there. Good, very good. I've never seen a brusher. Uh, but some people listen, some people, a few people skip the intro, uh, and some, you know, some people fall asleep during it. Uh, some people listen to relax at work or traffic or, you know, to while they're coding or painting or coding things in paint, uh, or writing code, code for paint. It's a new thing. Uh, code based, paint based code, PBC, oh no, that's taken, but, uh, code based paint. That's another one. You know, paint does spread codes, uh, you know, because uh, anyway, it's too deep of thinking. Uh, we say, well, that's a code. Even a picture it has code to it, you know, maybe. Uh, okay, my, my brain said keep going. I'll go back to the straws. Okay, so there was an intro. Then tonight we'll be, we'll be talking about Carol King and going on a Carol King-based uh, guided adventure, uh, which will all be explained, or you could sleep through it. Uh, and the show will end with some thank yous and good nights. There's a little bit of business between the intro and the show. 
it's, it's a structure of the show, but you don't really need to listen. Uh, I'm here uh, to help you fall asleep and to keep you company, just like a friend you would have over. Uh, but there's no social compact. Uh, so, like, I've compacted the social compact, and then I composted it. And out of this guy, to, 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 to totally work the metaphors, out of that loamy compost, uh, I grew a podcast uh, where I said, okay, this was once a social compact. Uh, uh, can we get the people from the um, Conjunction Junction to maybe do a song about this? Uh, and then, so out of that grew a podcast where I said, well, we're, we're once was a social compact that you have to listen because it's a podcast. Uh, is one that says, no, 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 like kick back, just like houseplants. You don't have to listen to them. You know, they might like listening to you and you giving them attention. But, you know, when you're in bed, your houseplants just chilling there. It, maybe the houseplant says, well, I don't got any sun rays anyway, so I'm just going to kick it too. And you can both be in a little bit of a passive mode. So you can kind of listen like a plant listens, uh, because the plant doesn't feel pressure to say, mm-hmm, oh, yeah. And then, they, you know, a plant, You, I mean, maybe you ask a plant, are you listening to me? But the plant, I don't think the plant would say, no, I'm a plant, you know, really. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna do, I enjoy hearing the vibrations and the kindness in your voice. Uh, but I'm not really, I don't have a processing center. I got some cambium in here. And, you know, I got a root system and all that going, but... uh uh, have you, have you breathed my oxygen? That's what I'm doing. So yeah, just keep talking. Don't worry. I, I'm, I'm listening in my own way. Listen to me like a plant would, I guess is what I'm saying. If you like, uh, you can not listen at all. You can listen, uh, you know, I think that makes sense. Uh, I don't, I haven't, I haven't ever had a two way count. I mean, I have unfortunately had two way conversations with plants. You know, that's my thing. But, you know, like, most of the time, uh plant would say, keep going. You're doing great. Uh, and maybe you could, I could say to you as a plant in this example, keep kind of barely listening. You're doing great. That's what this podcast is here for. That's why you're growing in the composted compact. Uh, the, uh, the compacted compact that's been composted. Uh, so you don't need to listen to me. Also, there's no pressure to fall asleep. The shows are an hour for a reason, because uh, I'll be here till the end. If you can't sleep, uh, you know, I'll be here to keep you company. But, you know, fall asleep at your leisure. Uh, you got plenty of time, and I'll be giving it my uh, whole effort the whole time. And I'll be trying to follow, like I said, my thoughts, like my bendy straw thoughts, uh, where... I think that, like, here's the thing. Here's a question that just came up in my brain about bendy straws. Uh, because there's a lot of things nowadays about, uh, you know, optimi- uh, what do you say, optimizing things or effort or whatever. I would assume that, like, I'm talking about one of those really bendy straws with, like, loop-de-loops and stuff. Uh, if you're drinking a beverage through there, does that take more work than, like, uh, have any studies been done? They say, whoa. You know, say, where did Ryan Gosling get that jawline? And uh, they say, okay. And then, you know, say, who's got else has got great jawlines? I'm not uh, an expert. Well, maybe Harrison Ford, uh, I don't know. But, but, you know, let's talk, uh, talk, let's just say, let's just use Ryan Gosling. We can all agree on, uh, on his jawline, right? Probably. One of my parts of my brain is squealing. 
I said, I didn't know I had a, uh, I had that part of my brain in there, a Gosler. But, uh, what if we went back? Maybe, maybe Ryan Gosling reached out to me, like, uh, let me know if you used a bendy straw a lot. Again, I'm not trying to, um, I could, I mean, may, also I bought a bunch of bendy straw stock before this episode and stock of bendy straws, uh, but you say, oh yeah, no, Ryan Gosling only drank his, like, uh, First uh, 20 years of his life, majority of beverages were through a bendy straw. And you say, really? Huh. And maybe that's where that draw line comes from. Did I just say draw line? Maybe that's what it causes. Maybe it causes draws, too. Owen Wilson's got a sweet draw and a pretty darn good jaw line, if you don't mind me saying. So I don't know what my theory was. That's my, I bend, like I tried to talk about bendy straws, my brain, brain bended it in a whole other way. Uh, but so that's a theory that could be a new podcast. Bendy straw theories with scoots, uh, theory one. And I would say it probably has to be no, like I would not try to say, well, I wouldn't affiliate, like, I think you're kind of doing something. There's another part of my brain trying to associate it. Well, should I get a bendy straw? And I'd say, no, 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 you should, uh, yeah, yeah, you should uh, buy stock in Bendy Straw Companies, actually. No, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, uh, I think it was more, you know, Ryan Gosling's genetics and the Bendy Straw and being like, uh, but here's the thing. It's fun. And you could say, I'm, it's like I'm drinking with Bendy Straws. It's like drinking a beverage with Ryan Gosling. Almost the same thing. Or you'd say, good, I guess you'd say Bendy Straws, good enough for Gosling. There you go. Uh, yeah, like uh, I can feel my fortunes rolling in now. Uh, what was my point? I guess my point was my thoughts tend to go in those circles. And also, I was going to mention the other straws, uh, the the slightly bendy straws with the crimp in them. And I don't know how many people do use those to make noise uh, like I do. But uh, my brain also makes those noises like when you're playing with a bendy, like a yeah, those are bendy straws too, or adjust. I think they call those adjustable straws. You talk about a marketing term, yeah, but I think it. I guess it is an actual. It is an adjustable straw. Yeah, but straws are great, and I think uh, we've. I think we've covered that. I think that uh, we've. We can all agree that straws are great, and uh, yeah, if it's good enough for gasoline, it's good enough for me. Which which is like a very could be a song. Uh, maybe Damien could get, maybe we could do, uh, like a musical together. Uh, I don't know. Bendy, Bendy straws, uh, the television, you know, the movie musical. Anyway, trying to unbend my brain to get, to, to try, try to coalesce things, uh, into a point, uh, but you don't need a strong, strong jawline. You don't need, uh, to drink through straws, uh. Whatever it is, like, whatever's keeping you up, whether you do, you have those things or you don't, uh, whether you're straw-free most of the time like I am, just because I'm a gulper, uh, like uh, however you drink your beverages or don't, uh, you deserve a good night's sleep, Whom, whomever you are. I really, truly believe believe that. I believe you deserve to be treated with dignity and respect, uh, even internally in a bedtime. And I want to help uh, like um, bring some levity to that uh, and goof around and... Uh, you know, be silly. Oh, they silly straw. Maybe they call them silly straws. What could be more perfect? Uh, I'm going to be silly like a straw. You say, well, it's more bendy. It's, well, I guess it's not bendy. It's twirly. So it's not really, I guess it is silly. 
to, to I don't know. I guess I, I don't have time to overthink that one. But I'd like to be as silly as a straw and uh, keep you company, mess around, goof around. We'll have a little story tonight. We'll talk a little bit about factually about Carol King and then go on a little adventure. And you can fall asleep whenever you want. But if you need me, I'll be here for you. I'll be here for you t- twice a week uh, doing my best because uh, I've been there in the deep dark night. And uh, while the show doesn't work for everybody, I hope it can help you. I work very hard. I strive and I earn. I'd really love to help you fall asleep. And I really appreciate you coming by. Give it a few tries. See what happens. Uh, thank you so much. And uh, let's see here a couple of ways we keep the show going. Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever is keeping you awake, whether it's thoughts, feelings, physical sensations, uh, travel, or somebody else's traveling, wind, anything. Whatever's keeping you awake. It could be one of those things. It could be like a, what do they say? Penelope, Penelope, whatever. could be someone named Penelope. And, uh, it's, uh, that'd be interesting. I don't know if I've had, I'd like to have a conversation with someone named Penelope. What name could be, what, what, does that name, here's a, here's a question that doesn't have to do with the podcast intro. Sorry, new listeners already going off topic. Just a ponderance here. I'm actually a ponderance about the Penelope. Yeah, but Penelope may have the perfect number of syllables for a name. Now, get a Nick, let's come back to this. I'll cross my fingers. Hopefully, I'll remember Penelope. Scooter, remember Penelope. And tonight I'll wake up and I'll say, Penelope. And I say, okay, what was that about? Okay, so if you're new here, welcome. I'm going to try to earn your trust. I'm going to try to take your mind off whatever's keeping you awake. And the way I'm going to do that is I'm going to create a safe place where it's a little bit silly. I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use these lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, uh, pointless, creaky meanders, and uh, rusty tangents. Uh, I'm going to go off topic as I get distracted. Uh, but I'm really just here to keep you company, uh, to be your friend uh, in, in the evening, in the wee hours. Uh, I'm here to help. And uh, so that, that's kind of the way I'm going to do it. It will give you some more details, just if you're new. Here's the thing about the show. Don't try to make too much sense of it, because it's mostly nonsense, with a tiny bit of nonsense in there for these episodes. Uh, hubba hubba. Actually, I don't think, I think maybe. uh it may be in trouble. I don't think you're, I think I was raised to, to never use hubba hubba and none in the same sentence. So maybe I'll say hubba bubba because I think it could, more than once I, I was chewing hubba bubba. Hubba bubba used to be a gum. I don't know if it still is, to be honest, because really, the, the, I mean, I don't know if you're an investor in gum stock, but the bottom fell out of the sugared gum stock years ago, like right around the time. I had to start to pay my own dental bills. The whole sugared gum market may have collapsed. It may also be something I'm not. That's not true. 
and also probably the gum companies are more diversified than that. Uh, so I don't know if they have internal holdings where they say, yeah, no, no. Internally, our, our internal gum stocks uh, crashed, uh, sugared gum stocks. Okay, what was I going to say? I was going to say, oh, if you're new, don't try to make a lot of sense of this podcast because it's mostly nonsense. And uh, I'm a goofball. I'm trying to bring some lightheartedness to your bedtime. It does come in the form of creaky dulcets, which do grow on you uh, if you're new. Here's a good thing. Here's a couple of things I haven't mentioned. My creaky dulcets do grow on people. And my humor, the things that people find initially humorous, kind of wears off. You become immune to it. You say, huh. Oh. Like maybe the first time you listen, because it's so strange, you may have some laughs. The second time listening, maybe a chuckle or two. A third time listening, maybe a, maybe a smile with your teeth. And then once you become a regular listener, you just kind of uh, you get a neutral, positive look, uh, a dreamy look. Really, that's what I'm shooting for. Uh, so if you're new, don't try to make a lot of sense. Give it a few tries. Is structurally what to expect. Show starts off with business. Uh, obviously, that's kind of how we keep the show free and uh, keep it going. And uh, if you want to know who the sponsors are, just go to sleepwithmepodcast.com, click on the sponsors tab, or uh, thank the patrons who support the show over on Patreon. So that's how we keep the show going. Then there's an the intro. The intro is about 12 minutes. I think we're already like five or six minutes into the intro which is kind of like a monologue, a familiar show within a show uh, to get you ready for bed, to help you uh, ease into bedtime, to put that near, like, just a, it's just a smile above neutral on your face, that dreamy look, that Penelopean look. I just, I just made that word up. I mean, I didn't make it up, but I gave it that meaning. Like uh, if I if I was like some skull like a like a figure that could draw like do art, uh, you'd say, "Oh yeah, that was a work by Botticelli." That's where the term Penelopean came from. From the smile of uh, his uh, like a thingamajig about you know his wonderful artwork. By the way, was is Botticelli? I think Botticelli's a painter, maybe maybe a sculptor, maybe probably both. Uh, but yes, yeah, so, so, okay, what was I saying? Oh, the, so the intros are where I kind of introduce the podcast. I give some examples of how the podcast would take your mind off stuff, but not engage you. And some people use it while they're brushing their teeth, while they're getting ready for bed. Some people use it in traffic or when they're stressed at work. Uh, so a few people skip it, uh, but whatever you do, you, you know, just give it a few tries, see if it works for you. But the intros are around 12 or so minutes. If you want to skip it, you skip ahead. Uh, but just make sure to check out the, you know, how, how we be, keep the podcast going. So those are the intros. Um, then tonight we'll be doing our, our series, The Stan Chronicles uh, from Nuns in Space. Or Nuns in Space, The Stan Chronicles. And that's about a freestyle soda machine named Stan and his adventures in space. Uh, so that's going to be mildly entertaining. You say, okay, it took my mind off what was keeping me awake. But I said, well, how much adventuring can a freestyle soda machine do? And they said, well, so, you know, someone's got it. Last week we had a t discussion about diet, you know, getting rid of all the diet soda in there. So there you go. Uh, so there'll be a story. There's some business between the intro and the story. 
And then at the end of the show is our thank yous and good nights. So that's how that's the, the, the structure of the podcast. You don't really need to listen. You can listen however works for you. Give a few tries, experiment, say, well, I like to listen and then I fall asleep. That's the average listener that I hear from. Some people like to listen all night long. Some people wake up in the middle of the night and they start listening. Some people turn me down to a murmur and listen. Whatever works for you. For you. Uh, but give it a few tries. And uh, also, no pressure to fall asleep. This is a podcast more to be here while you fall asleep, to keep you company. I'm your boar friend. I'm your boar bay. I'm your boar bud. And I'm here, you know, just to be at your bedside or nearby. Really, really, that's what I'm really here for. It, to be your digital audio friend. Uh, and just give you a little distraction, a little story, a bedtime story for you. Because I really, truly believe you deserve to get a good night's sleep. And I've been there. So I want to take your mind off of whatever's keeping you awake. Um, I did promise I'd talk about Penelope. So I don't know if there's any Penelope's listening or anybody else with any other first names, uh, because they say, I was thinking, as they say that name, I don't know how many syllables, Penelope, Penelope. I think there's four, but they really do, like, ring, and they, like, resonate, Penelope. Did you just hear that, how lovely, I mean, it's a really, I think my limbic system just uh, went slack. Penelope. Uh, very, I, I think maybe that would be like, if I was a hypnotist, that would be one of my things. I'd say, okay, when I say the words Penelope, your, 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 your shoulders relax. Uh, also what I was thinking earlier in the intro when I couldn't totally go off topic, uh, was that, uh, what are those things called that I love? Tongue twisters. So you got, you do have, I think there's other P-based t- tongue twisters. Walked right into that one. P-based tongue twister. It doesn't even make any sense. But uh, Penelope, uh, Penelope, so I'm not good at, I shouldn't do make a tongue twister in the middle of it. Uh, I don't know. Oh, no, the other thing I was wondering about is, uh, so if Penelope may be the perfect name for people like me, that, you know, say, well, I like it, I don't know, it just has a ring for me. And uh, also Penelopean is even better. You see, well, what what do you consider yourself a part of, Scoots? Who are you really? Like if if a, like a reporter was really, like, really, uh, what word would sum sum up your philosophy and your outlook on life? Uh, I'd say, well, Penelopean would that would be it, Penelopean. How do you? How, what's the code you live by or code? Because I don't know what code means, but. Uh, what is it? What real? I say, well, it's Penelopean. That's all I got to say. Also, my favorite f- flavor of ice cream, Penelopecan, uh, for a cheap joke for 400 there. And uh, you also, like, when I want to make an even cheaper joke, they say, what are you doing over there in the bushes? They say, Penelopean. Uh, hardy har har. Uh, but I was thinking, the only drawback is, what's the nickname for Penelope? Penelope. Uh, uh, really, Penelope. Uh, Pell would say, well, it doesn't really have a, in P, Penelope. 
I'm serious. I'm sure there's one, but is it like one of those ones like uh, that doesn't have? You say, well, isn't your name John? Why are they calling you Jack? That doesn't. I don't get it. And they say, what's well, a traditional nickname for John? And I say, Jack it is a traditional nickname for John. I don't like. Uh, like I said, went for a while, my best friend was Bo. His name was Francis. And I said, I don't. I don't get it. Like I said, I I could be friends with you. I just don't get it. Like, how do you get from Francis to Bo? And Jack from John, you could say, well, it's the same, I'd say it's the same number of letters. How's that a nickname, you know? Uh, so Penelope, I'd say uh, Pelpel, which doesn't exactly, that would be more of like a really like family dinnertime nickname. You say hey, hey, Pelpel, like a, like a best friend, uh, Pels, I guess I'd call it, like, if I had a child named Penelope, uh, or, you know, some sort of, uh, uh romantic relationship, I'd call it Pels, uh, I'd say Pels Bells. Uh, oh, well, Pels, I guess we, we'll have to, uh, Scoots will have to, uh, you know, tell you another boring story. So, yeah, if you do know, reach out to me during the day. Let me know if you, if you are a Penelope, what your nickname is. I mean, not that you need one. We just say, well, sometimes I like to be in an informal situation. Or, you know, I, I, I don't have three syllables to spare. Uh, and I, I don't want to call you Pell just because I say, well, what are you going for, a grant? That's the only thing I think of when I think of Pell. Because I think I had to apply for those. So, um, anyway, I don't, I don't know what I was talking about, but I think, like, here's the thing Penelope's, I think it's one thing we could all agree on. Penelope's got to write a number of syllables for that name. And I'd say it's a great, great, uh, I don't know. Uh, but I could tell you what, I'm glad you're here. And I really want to goof around. And I would posit that while I was pondering the name Penelope, the proper noun, Penelope, pondering Penelope. There you go. I don't know uh, the Penelope Cruz story. Uh, we, we, I think it would be better, like for somebody that's like a Penelope, like it'd be better if it was like a Penelope's cousin or sibling. Uh, pondering Penelope. You know, my life is, is the sister of a movie star. Or something, and I could write it. Believe me, if you want me to ghostwrite it, I could even imagine. I can write. I'm really good at writing imaginary. I'm actually better at reading fictional autobiographies and biographies, but uh, I think I could do that one. Pondering Penelope. Maybe that's already been. I think it was probably like another one. Is probably made into a movie. It was pondering somebody else. Uh, but I don't know. But how about Poirot? Is it Poirot? Uh, I forget Poirot. Uh, that could be one. I think, it, can you do me a favor, anybody? Let's just lock that in. Poirot. Poirot, right? I forgot, I forgot how to pronounce it already. Poirot. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> this went off the rails. I, I almost wrapped it up in a bow. And now I've lost the uh, Agatha Christie contingent. So you're always helpful, actually. They say, I have been corrected in the past, and I've misused that. And I said, okay, that's how you say it. It's just that part of my brain went bye-bye. Went off to dreamland, became goo to enable me to make this podcast. So whether you're Penelope 
or you're just, you know, not, you're not, whether you're Penelopean or you're Simulian or you're just having trouble falling asleep, I'm here to help. And I really hope I do. I'm glad you're here. I work very hard. I strive and I yearn to help you fall asleep. Thanks for coming by. And here's a few ways we keep the show going.